the Plotcast podcast with the Potty Plotters. Hello and welcome back to the Potty Plotters Plotcast podcast. This is episode 50 and well done. Yay! And I'm still Julia. And I'm still Elaine. Yeah, and we've got through Christmas. Did you have a good one, Elaine? It was blooming lovely. Yeah, um, I haven't given anybody a loofah. I kept all the seeds for talks in the future next year, which uh, obviously were available for. And we uh, love giving away things like that and making people plant them. So that was my big thing games yes oh yeah points mean prizes not in my house it doesn't no <laughs> so uh still got lots of things that we can do aren't you uh yes, yes actually particularly when i'm the game's mistress oh let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it was good um nobody cries only my husband every now and again with <laughs> laughter with right. laughter oh, what good. the hell is she doing now but i like doing uh, naughty things at christmas in fact i like doing naughty things all year yes. round. Yeah, yeah what about you how did you go on it was a quiet one but it was um, it was fun it was uh, nice to spend time with the family which normally we don't what? get to do i know <laughs> i know we don't don't normally see the family do we we're always no. down the plot or yeah. doing something else going out doing talks yeah. or helping out on community plots so it's actually nice to see my family and remember what they look like mm. so you didn't have to use an efit as to identification no no that's helpful still recognized me so uh, yeah but now we're back to it and although this is kind of just before new year isn't it so happy new year to anybody who's listening for in advance yeah and uh, yeah we are now going to catch up on some of our best bits i don't even know if we've got any best bits elaine gareth when you say go and have a look through the best bits what exactly were you hoping for Funny bits. Oh. Yeah. You know the bits where you give really, really good advice. I don't have to pick them out. No. Okay. Anyway, we've got to get over that bit we always struggle with. So Ooh, over yeah. to you. Oh, bloody neck. Right. Okay, then. So if you want to contact us, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and X, formerly known as Twitter, at Potty Plotters. TikTok at the Potty Plotters. Email us. Lots of people do that. Yes. Mm. Naughty Corner. I think that's why. But it's Naughty Corner at PottyPlotters.uk or check out our website, PottyPlotters.uk. Yeah. And if you want to email us, tell us what you had for Christmas that was useful down the plotter in your garden because I'm intrigued as to what people have had for Christmas. And I want to know if anybody has actually grown their own Christmas dinner. Oh, Hmm. But they must have somewhere in the country, mustn't they? Mm-hmm. We didn't because it all went wrong, didn't it? We got flooded mm. and yeah. Yeah, we're still carrots, underwater. Carrots. Yeah. That was nice. Parsnips, superb. Yeah. Suddenly, producer Gareth takes a dive under the table. <laughs> Doesn't like parsnips. No, I know. Doesn't really like Brussels. Never mind. Not that keen on cabbage, but he'll eat it if it's put on his plate. Yeah. Likes roast potatoes as long as they're not disguised. No beetroot. No beetroot. Puddings. Mm, don't like mincemeat. Don't like. Don't really like a lot, does no. he? Mm. No. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. 
Elaine, we mm. started this nearly a year ago. Yeah. And very early on in our adventure into podcast land, yeah. we got chatting about tools for the plot. I don't know if you remember that far back. Can you remember that far <laughs> I back? I do, yeah. And you got your knitting needles out, I which did. is always curious on an allotment. <laughs> yeah. And I explained why getting the right tool to fit the right size is very important. And size does matter. It definitely does. I've got my mum's old knitting needles. Are you going to do some knitting while I'm talking? Uh, that makes very... a change. <laughs> <laughs> not very good at knitting. But what I can tell you is that when my mum passed away, and my auntie actually, I asked if I could have their knitting needles because they've got loads and loads of them. They're really both very good at knitting. Oh, and what are you going to do with them, Elaine? Right, well, I can tell you that these are fantastic as row markers. Now, you know I am obsessed with doing rows. You do, you do. You've kind of hammered it into me really Uh, but I just think it comes in really handy and later into the season when we're on the plots not on weather like today but definitely in the future all that I do is I tie a piece of string of which I've got in front of me so I shall just unravel this I've only got it for a demo but I'm going to tie a knot round one piece of the rope or string round a knitting needle and then what you do is you carry it round right the way to the next knitting needle put either one in either end and that will form your row and what I do is I plant along the row and that way when seeds germinate such as carrots I know that they are carrots rather than weeds oh that's a good money saving tip there Elaine because I see them often in charity shops and they're in bundles of about 50p and that's a lot cheaper than buying them from the garden centre. and they never rot no never rot they don't bend they're absolutely brilliant so not only would I say about using knitting needles but I do it with cutlery as well not that that's out of the kitchen drawer (laughs) but I have got lots of knives and forks that I use as markers too so again they don't actually rot so put one in one side one in the other brilliant brilliant idea so elaine other things that we're going to talk about uh, tools that you might need on the plot when you're starting out so what would you say are essentials what would you go out and buy and what would you say to people just leave it for later on what would you use i'd certainly buy myself a spade a hoe and a rake And the reason that I would buy those is because I'm a lot taller than you and I would buy them specific for my height. Yeah, at the allotment site, um, we get a lot of people giving old tools, which are great, aren't they? Some of them are really, really nice and, and obviously have been looked after. But when you're doing your allotment in, you actually need something to suit your size and the weight of it. So, for example, your spade that you use, there's no way I could even lift it. Whereas my spade that I've gone and bought, which is a very small person's spade, which you can buy, uh, is like a spoon to you, really. You you know, you'd have your breakfast off it, wouldn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can't argue with that. It's the same with the rake. The handle on my rake is so long, it would probably cause you a mischief (laughs) if you actually tried to lift it. So, yes, everything has its size and it's important to get the right size. And and the hoe that you mentioned is really useful because... 
as we know, the most important job on the allotment, once you've turned it over, is to keep on top of the weeds. And the best way to do that is ho, ho, ho. So you need a really sharp, very suited to your size, again, ho. And I would definitely go out and buy myself one of those rather than necessarily have a second hand one it really is if that's where your money's going that's what i would spend it on and if you want to hear the full episode go back to uh, the very beginning and they were both in episode three the podcast podcast with the potty plotters okay they're moving on okay so mm. both of us love growing tomatoes we do mm. we do and it was your red robin tomatoes that did i talk about them you never should did she gareth <laughs> you never shut up about them red robin tomatoes which is besotted with them yeah it's some kind of obsession i mean if you've heard us when we go out and do talks that's all she talks about red robin you've got to buy a red robin tomato anyway and uh, there were a bit of a triumph for you elaine but uh, you gave gareth one and it all went a bit wrong so what did you do to gareth's it's all in the growing and mm-hmm. this year coming up we are going to start again and uh, he's out of remedial class and he's going into learners oh yeah and one of the first things that we are going to do is to monitor and manage what he does with his tomatoes because it was quite simple that he just put it in the wrong place no i think it was sabotage gareth i think she gave you something that wasn't a red robin I think you might be right. I did anyway, exactly what she told me to. I put it in the windowsill. I watered it. It gave, it had like four tomatoes off it. Yeah. And it touched the ceiling when she said it was only going to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's because it was reaching for light. That's what happened with me. <laughs> anyway, let's catch up on this lot where Elaine talks about <laughs> Red Robin tomatoes. And here we have some breaking news. Do you remember my red robin tomatoes? Can we forget your red robin tomatoes? (laughs) No, no. Because if you remember, we set them very early. I had the first flush of fruit off them. Yes. And then I remember saying to you when the Alicante and Shirley and the Belladines and all the rest of them were taking over, I said, right, I'm going to cut these down. That's it. And then I shall shake off all the compost and put that onto the raised beds. Well, if you remember, I watered them, then left them. And they started to grow again. And I've never had that with any tomatoes, not yeah. like that. But I can tell you that I have got fruit that has turned. Oh, well yes. done. Can I just claim a little bit of that? Because while oh, you no, were... you can't, because that's mine. <laughs> but while you were poorly, I went in and watered them for you. because I was Once. <laughs> Twice. <You> were... Twice. <laughs> Right, okay. That's and that's your claim, is it? That <laughs> you looked after them? Well, thanks for that's that. That's still my victory, though, isn't it, as well? Anyway. Oh, right, okay. So, so you've got tomatoes on those, so that's great. Yeah, you but wait there and I'll just go no, and get no, them. No, I'm going now. <laughs> wait you just tell me I'll wait there now, then. Now, here is uh, my red robin tomatoes. Oh, yeah. And although the plant itself isn't very tall... Look, it's got, got a four on it. Yeah, it's got a four on it. Yeah, two orange, two green. Turning. Yeah, who would have thought that? Uh, while you were going off there and fetching it, we want to know what happened to Gareth. Do you remember that one that you rescued from his house? Yeah, what happened to it? Well, anyway, it's a crime <laughs> scene, <laughs> so it, it, yeah. we don't think it was I think the red it was problem. very uh, difficult to look after. 
then next year what we learn is don't give him any plants <laughs> what we'll do is we'll just grow the tomatoes and give him the tomatoes it's much easier cut the middle bit out so do you have to have an allotment then to grow your own fruit veg salad and all the rest of it no no i mean we've grown in all kinds of things haven't we but one of your favorite things to grow in is the wheelbarrow and i know that you go around hunting wheelbarrows and, and telling people that their wheelbarrows are broken if uh, if you haven't got one so you can have it off them uh, well i just think that they are dead good to grow in because uh, they're off the floor so they're away from slugs we have never ever had a meal barrow which is a wheelbarrow but it's called something different because we grow meals in them um, we've never had any slug damage um, you can water them it contains the water but they've all got holes in the bottom not a bad thing for any bottom let me tell you but it is one of those things Julia that I think is really undermined completely by people perhaps on the telly why don't we get everybody having a go at a meal barrow next year that's a good idea and if you want to listen back listen back to episode <laughs> 11 where Elaine is planting up the meal barrow now this was quite funny because it was raining so I sat in the tangerinery and watched her well it is a meal in a barra is simple as that and not everybody has an allotment not everybody's got a big garden julia so what i want people to do is to start and think about the spaces that they have got and invariably they will have an old wheelbarrow or know somebody that has had one perhaps builders nearby have had one i'm not saying nick it because i don't want <laughs> you to do that or it might be that they are dumping one of their old barras and all you need to do is capture it kidnap it <laughs> fill it and then we're going to eat the contents that's what we're going to do today not nick it don't nick it <laughs> don't get your finger out at me like that neither <laughs> okay then but if you've got an old barra let's use it now in order to talk about it i actually need to move outside get out, then. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what i do need to do is to remind people how important it is to use some of the things that we've been talking about in recycling in the past. Now then, if you go back to episode three on old tools as well, you will find that we talked about um, the old barras, we talked about knives and forks, and we talked about my mum's knitting needles too, I think. There's nothing safe around you, is there? No, not generally. Knitting needles, no. cutlery. What do, you, what do you eat with at home? <laughs> Teeth. Doesn't everybody? <laughs> right then, I'm going to go outside. But Julia, you can watch me from the window so you don't have to come outside and get yeah, cold. That's I'll what I was it. thinking. I was thinking I'm lovely and warm in here in the tangerinery, but I can see you, so off you go. If you'd like Elaine and Julia to come to a talk for your group, get in touch. Naughty Corner at pottyplotters.uk Well, Elaine... You do like a big one, don't you? I do. And in this next clip, she talks about setting her cucumbers. But they didn't work out quite to plan, did they, Elaine? You know, I can't remember anything of mine not working to plan. <laughs> well, let me tell you. You like your Telegraph Improved Ooh, because they grow yes, so big. And can yeah. you? Gosh, it's only been the summer. What's That's happened yeah. to you? Oh, well, it's been a long year well, since then. Well, anyway, your cucumbers didn't turn out like Telegraph Improved. They were much shorter and fatter and lighter in colour. And we thought they were Deli Star or some other variety. So even though I'd 
actually witnessed you getting them out of the seed packet, they definitely weren't the variety that you thought you were planting. Now, Julia, you know I like a long one. You do. In fact, you show it off quite frequently, don't you? I do. It's just, I'm fascinated how they grow, the way that they grow, and why it is that, like, they don't explode. Why why is it that cucumbers just carry on growing? Why don't they just, like, grow fat and explode? But they don't, do they? They just grow very long and beautiful. I think they're quite an art. But if you leave them too long, they do go white and horrible and seedy and they might do in your greenhouse but we eat them generally julia so we <laughs> actually don't you that. don't you put them in your gin <laughs> I do, yeah. <laughs> or cucumber gin now that's a recipe that we will share with people because again it is so easy and so beautiful and we're not far off summer now so let's think about how to make cucumber gin in perhaps a few more episodes but first of all we've got to create them so in front of me here i have got a packet and these are telegraph improved i've used them so many years i just think that they're infallible i've never had a problem with them and i just adore them i love cucumber so what i'm going to do is i've got a packet here and i'm just going to open them inside there'll be another little packet it's like past the parcel but there's nothing You've not passed else. anything no, to me, though, no, have you? No. no, you don't want these, not yet. So I'm just opening the packet here. And inside, there's loads and loads of seeds. I lied about loads and loads because there's about 25. Oh, how much did they cost you, Elaine? Um, I think they were about £2. Oh. Now, they are quite expensive in comparison to a lot of other seeds. But the good thing is that there's loads of them. Now, if you bear in mind that I probably will only need three plants, that's right. all. But the others I can give away. And these, as I say, are fantastic, I think. Fantastic value for the yeah. amount of fruit that you get off them. So, in front of me here, I've prepared one earlier, like old Blue Peter style. And I've got a cell tray and... Here I've got six cells and the cucumber seeds themselves are, now then, you can do it in proper language. To me, that's about half an inch. Yeah, that's about half an inch. Okay, I thought you were going to come out with centimetres Well, it's or about something. a centimetre, yeah. Right, about a centimetre? About a centimetre is half an inch. Is it really? Something like that, yeah. Are you making that up? <laughs> no. <laughs> right, okay. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to push only... Twice the depth of the seed, that's how far I'm pushing it down. But this seed is considered to be quite big, which it is when you consider the onion seeds, petunia seeds, all those kinds are incy wincy ones. These actually are quite big, so they need to be laid on their side, not on their back. And that's simply so that the water can run straight over them rather than settle right. and rot on them. Okay. So, so you, you're sowing six seeds at the moment and you only need three for yourself. Yeah. But even three seems quite a lot for just you and your husband. So you're going to, if, if it was just a couple and they weren't like you making gin and everything else out of them, they'd only need one, wouldn't they, really? They would, but I think it's a great way of making friends. And in this oh. day and age of, uh, of austerity, you know, it's only cost me a couple of pounds. I might as well set six, hadn't I? If necessary, give them away. You can sell them. You can plant a few more. It doesn't matter. But I think there's always somebody who will no doubt come creeping over, like Kev Plot to, and say that, can I have one of your plants? Because he knows how good I am at growing them. The Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters. Couldn't remember that's really funny. <laughs> 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 
sometimes just merges. Yeah, well. they do. Well, since then, everything's been dug out. The greenhouses have been cleaned. And I'm sitting waiting for the next lot. <laughs> it's one of our favourites. It really is. But we've yet to convince producer Gareth of its merits and how absolutely delicious it is. What am I talking about? Beetroot, obviously. So, whilst we both love it and we'll plant lots of it on our plots, we both have very different styles of planting this particular variety of vegetable and um, it certainly brings out a competitive side of us so it's a lovely may day and we've come now onto the plot onto my plot and you can hear the mower in the background the cutting around the site and elaine we're now planting some beetroot now we've got different styles of doing that haven't we have we (laughs) (laughs) oh yes i actually shove my finger in the soil and put one seedling in per hole and you go clumpy i do i do so you get on with it (laughs) you get on with it and get down there if i get down here i might not get up i had a problem with my knee yesterday didn't mention my knee (laughs) right come on then come on oh Right. right then, off we go. So here's the tray that we oh that we grew earlier, and needless to say, we have got loads and loads of beetroot. So all I'm going to do, Julia, is in the multi-purpose compost is shove my hand in, and then take each of the beetroot out, and you can see that it's quite floppy really, and that's okay because I'll just drop all the compost down there, and that is a really healthy seedling. You can see it's already got two leaves on it, and all I'm going to do is shove me fingers in your soil that is very compact, Julia, and then put my beetroot in and squash around it. That's it, ready for the next one. So the next one here, it is the next seedling and all I'm doing is I'm planting them about every four inches but I can't see what I'm doing because you've got a microphone <laughs> in my face <laughs> right must well, get better at this right now that's gonna t- that is gonna take you ages and ages it just will, to yeah, get a few but I in don't mind no no because once you're down you might as well stay down <laughs> but I'm gonna hand you the microphone and show you my easier method Get your hands out of the know, compost yeah. then. Come on. There, I've done right. the three. Lovely. That'll keep you going. Okay. okay. Hold that. Microphone. Oh, dear me. I've got muck all over this Stay microphone. There. Stay okay. there. Right. So I've got mine and I use a clumping method. So um, all I'm going to do, I've set a tray. I've got nine cells in it and each cell has got five beetroot in it. And I'm just going to give the tray a squeeze, tip them out. And look at the root system there. That's lovely. Yeah, perfect. Dig a hole. You're going a bit away from my line, Julia. That's all right. right? I don't want to do your line. I'm just going to dob them anywhere, really. I can just find a space. How very reckless. Pop them in. Oh, yeah. And there you go. I've done five in one go there. I'm just going to explain now why I do them in clumping methods because what happens, Elaine, once you've planted... Could you let go of my hand, Julia? I can hold the microphone myself. Thank you. The reason I plant in clumps is so that they're not all ready at the same time, which is what will happen with yours. So what happens is one becomes dominant, a bit like yourself, (laughs) and uh, then I twist and pull and it leaves room for all the others to shuffle in place to let the smaller people in. All I can say is that it's slow and steady wins the race. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Well, all I can say is that I'm going to have five ready and you're going to have... Well, you'll still be here while I'm eating all the biscuits. And how long ago was it that you recorded that? 
uh i don't know it's episode 20 mm, episode so 20 of the year, yeah. yeah so if you want to uh listen in full go back to episode 20 as with any of the uh extracts that we've um played go back to the episode and have a full listen but uh well that's it for this episode well that's quite sad really isn't it well we just want to thank everybody who's contributed oh. and um you know we wouldn't be able to do this without people getting in contact with us people talking to us last week we played the extracts of probably famous people that we've spoken to but we've spoken to lots of people we've spoken to plot holders yeah that was good. Oh, oh gosh can you remember kev plot too <laughs> oh we interviewed him didn't we oh, oh that was interesting yeah, though he was he quite well saying. behaved wasn't he yeah but he was saying that he'd taken an allotment because he felt obliged to because his um dad had one he used to help him on that and he just felt obliged that he should and he won't ever give it all yeah and now he feel feels obliged because you make it yeah well he just goes wrong on so many things yeah. funny old world isn't it yeah but mm. uh, we've had a lovely time doing this um this old podcasting have we <laughs> <laughs> and once again we want to thank gareth for putting up with us yeah. and guiding us and uh, thrashing us and yeah uh, telling us off not putting that in editing us helping us with technology yeah uh no doing the technology didn't help us he's done all of it julia we're not going to take (laughs) any credit that's right at all so thank you gareth for that yeah thanks gareth and what about them people who download this thing what, listen this to podcast. us yeah. I was going to say podcast <laughs> podcast, podcast. <laughs> okay well we'll say a podcast if you really like it um, but no people over 15,000 people have downloaded us that means that we've been in people's kitchens living rooms bathrooms. cars oh bathroom bedrooms <laughs> <laughs> we've been all over the place haven't we yeah amazing as we always say we'll try again next year draw bye the Plotcast Podcast with the Potty Plotters is an Amberland Media production. 